He always seems to get involved, doesn't he? I'm telling you, too many coconuts have hit him right on top of the skull. Well, I think uh, Anthony will be a great acquisition. He can do it all. Avery, whose show is this? Welcome, everybody, to the Anthony Irwin Show. This is a special week. It's a long, busy week for Harrison and me. And I figured, one, you guys really enjoy it when Harrison and I get angry and and, and disagree on stuff. So, I, I, you know, this is Harrison's first time on my show, on my show. I was going to say, Anthony this is... Irwin show. I don't know if I'm allowed to talk without your blessing no, yeah, on yeah. the show. Because okay, I, I was gonna say I think this is my first time, right? Because we've been doing Lakers yeah. Lounge, but I think this mm-hmm. is the first time I have been invited as a guest among these mm-hmm. esteemed names that you keep bringing on the Anthony Irwin show. I am I am honored to be like your what is it like ninth choice, tenth choice? Where am I? Oh no, where am I on the you, ranking? You don't get to frame it that way. Get out of here. We already have a show together. I didn't figure you would want to do two shows in a week. No, right. I mean it's okay. It's okay. Look, you uh, you've gotten a lot of big name guests. So I, I honestly, I'm just I, I I'm you know I, I'm thrilled that whatever huge name canceled so that you could bring Good me man. on and write a book and I will have yeah. you on to discuss your book. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna write a book. It's called like it's called like grifting to the top, the Anthony Irwin show story. <laughs> Look, man, it's why it's why I can't stand Sam Presti so much because I recognize a grift when I see it, and we all hate ourselves in the mirror. That's a, <laughs> that's my secret cap. I'm always angry. The Anthony Irwin story. Like I'm just gonna. <laughs> all right, today's show. Uh, I just came back from vacation. I was off for five days, basically, and was you know I had like a I had a couple long train rides that I had some time to to kind of glance through Twitter to see what people were thinking and and who was going to be tied or who is already tied to the Lakers. And it shocked me, legitimately shocked me to find out after we saw the Lakers shooters not be able to throw a pee in the ocean, <laughs> the guys that are tied to the Lakers so far are Russell Westbrook, DeMar DeRozan. We've already discussed Spencer Dinwiddie. And like, what are we doing? What is going on? <laughs> and And so I say, I just tweet out, hey, I'm kind of surprised that I'm apparently in the minority and wanting DeMar DeRozan on the Lakers next year, given what we know the Lakers need. And again, you, in not wanting and not wanting and not wanting and not in yeah. not wanting DeMar DeRozan on the Lakers. And again, just being absolutely torched for a position that like I'm surprised <laughs> there is there is like the people actually hold it. And I like really respect Ben Rosales and I really respect a lot of people who are really just uh who were really disagreeing with me. So I figured I would bring on somebody who it's a lot easier to just yell at and Harrison. <laughs> so I need you to just like, all right, make the case for me for either Russell Westbrook or DeMar DeRozan. Cause I don't well, think okay. there is I- one. No. Okay. So I'm going to make the case, but first of all, I just want to say, Anthony, I'm really glad that you were able to get some PTO and some well-deserved rest during like rumor season. You know, one of the most important weeks for the site that you were able to take, you know, again, a well-deserved break from recording one five minute show a day. You know, it's just, you work really hard. You work really hard over here, naming shows after yourself, recording yourself for five minutes a day while being a stay at home dad. You know, I just, I'm glad that you were able to get some well-deserved PTO. Second Uh of all, 
I am shocked that you are ever surprised that you get yelled at on Twitter anymore. Like, it's like every time you send this stuff and you're like, oh, wow, people are really mad at me for one of my opinions. I can't believe this. It happened again. Ten years running. It just keeps happening. And I don't get it. Charlie Brown missed the football. He's like, God, I thought that was the time. He's like, oh, man, I thought I really. It's like you're like, the I think you should leave guy where you're like, I thought it was going to be great. It turns out it fucking sucks. Like, that's right. you looking at all of your own tweets. Yeah. And OK, but as far as this one goes. So the Russ thing, I think that's a separate discussion. Let, let's talk about DeMar first. And right. I think as far as DeMar goes, the reason that I think people want him, I mean, obviously, they're your obvious reasons. Shiny new toy syndrome. We're going to talk about that in LA regards kid. to a lot of these that's guys. Really yeah, LA kid, you know, a big name, Kobe disciple. all of that stuff. Yes, exactly. There's all these reasons that are kind of like outside the Lakers roster that I think people would want DeMar. And again, like if he came home just outside of the basketball stuff, whatever, it would be a really cool story to see him, you know, get to put on that Lakers uniform, growing up a Lakers mm-hmm. fan, growing up a huge Kobe fan. Just I'm just saying like outside of all the fit, whatever stuff, that would be really cool. That is yeah, a it would, it would, it would, it would be it. awesome to waste a LeBron year for a good start. That'd be just incredible. <laughs> I'm just we saying like when three not, prime like, LeBron years left and we're like, we should go for stories. I'm I'm honestly surprised that you, the man who tweeted, is LeBron washed now, thinks that there are still three prime LeBron years left, you know? So he just got I, I learned Mario something Zonia. today. Also, <laughs> you guys got to get that tweet right. I said LeBron looks washed because he had just been blocked on a game-winning layup by Mario Hazonia. I didn't say I'm LeBron still, is washed. I said still, he looks like if Anthony he was still. washed, that's what it would look like. Not, not this guy is washed moving forward. Okay, Farbot, it was true at the time, I guess. Uh, like going, it's the so meanest going... thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> I've said some pretty mean things to you this episode already. Yeah. Go, going back to Demar, as far as the basketball part of it, I, I think the real reason. The reason to actually want him outside of all those non tangible things is that again, you'd be getting a. Uh, a really good player for if he was actually coming, like this isn't a sign and trade. He's actually coming for that 5.9 million mini mid level that the Lakers currently have, you know, are projected to probably have based on, you know, all of these moves and how they go and all these things. If mm-hmm. the Lakers are basically a capped out team and they're not up against that hard cap, they didn't do one of these sign and trades that are rumored. Again, that's one of the benefits of a potential rust deal is that you're not getting hard cap because it's not a sign and trade. Um, but as far as DeMar goes, you're getting a player that is much, much better than 5.9 million if he on court fit aside Demar is still a really good player he was I mean arguably the best player I don't even know that it's that arguable on the Spurs last year a team that made the play in and you're getting that guy that was a 27 million dollar a year guy who again he's probably not that at this point in his career but if you're getting that for 5.9 million that's a really good you know, bargain. And that's a guy who, if you're looking for someone to take some pressure off of LeBron and AD at a pretty cheap price and kind of run some of those bench units is a guy that's able to create his own shot, who averaged career high in assists and assists per 36 minutes last year on a lower usage rate than he's had, I think, since his time in Toronto. You know, he's become slowly a more efficient player, played almost 70% of his minutes at power forward last year. Could maybe, I mean, maybe this is the way to sell this to you, is a guy who has figured out his actual position in the NBA at this point, has went from being a guy that was a shooting guard to almost exclusively a small ball four to mitigate the shooting concerns. And so if that's a guy that's willing to either come off the bench 
or is a guy that's part of this, you know, whispered about like AD is maybe going to start at the five and LeBron at the four. And, you know, they're going to go small and embrace being versatile and fast and getting out on the break. Like DeMar is a guy who could help with that identity. And who knows, maybe you bring him in. He's a guy that's like, hey, AD, actually playing up a position is awesome. You get Mm -hmm. all this extra space to work in. And Mm -hmm. maybe he can like for 5.9 million, if you get a guy to basically come in and convince AD to be almost a full-time center, that might be worth it for you alone. So I'm surprised you're not more on board with this as just someone who has really embraced his identity and would be, I think, really good efficiency and really good value for that contract. So I want to ba- I want to preface this with a, with a little bit of background on mine and Jen's relationship. I am more of a spender. <laughs> Jen Jen is a lot. This more... was not how I expected this to go. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm just just li- so I, I swear to God, this is going to make sense. So Jen is, okay. is is a lot more frugal. She is a lot more you know, interested in saving for our future and, and all of this stuff. And, um, and, and she gets frustrated with me because I, the, the same logic that, that DeMar DeRozan or pro DeMar DeRozan people are applying to this where it's a great discount. It's a great value. I use it all the time on shit that we don't need. Like I bought a yeah every set of- every time that you buy a new TV once a year to be <laughs> like you know so that you can tweet pictures of it for clout like that's the oh yeah, that's the that's what you use on Jen right right and 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 I say Jen you just can't pay enough for clout I'm telling you <laughs> and she gets so angry at me all the time because I buy you're stuff like no having a kid is great need. I can use her for memes <laughs> for, for memes it like it's it's I. I understand the notion and and the dopamine that is that is generated by seeing a great discount out there. But at some point, you got to realize, you know what? Maybe we didn't need that fifth steak knife, like that that fifth like charcuterie knife. Like maybe maybe at the, like at some point, even if it's a great deal, you should probably spend your money on things that your 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 family actually needs. And it's like with the Lakers, the things that the Lakers actually need. That five point nine million dollars is something that they they don't have like any other resources to go and get shooting with the, this this off season. And yeah, Demar Derozan at that that amount, which by the way, like I think that's another thing we have to discuss is whether he's willing to take a twenty plus million dollar discount. Yeah, I mean, who knows? I, I think on that, because like, you know that remains to be seen. I'm just yeah. saying from the perspective of if he did actually take that. Yeah, my perspective obviously changes if it's like he's getting signed and traded here for twenty million. Like then my you know my thoughts on this on on this addition change a little bit for sure. Right, and so so it's like. Because I, I saw that clip that uh, went that made the rounds about him talking to Shannon uh, Shannon Stewart, right? And Shannon Sharp. Who's Shannon Stewart? I oh. have no idea. I think he's another football player. But all right, so Shannon Sharp um, was was the person on the Club Shay Shay podcast. We we got to shout out the actual name. That that's the actual name. Oh yeah, that's the name. The Club Shay Shay podcast. Damn, that's. Free plug, just because it's a great name. All right, but all right. So, (laughs) um, but so, so I saw that clip, and a lot of people are are kind of Lakers fans, especially are are holding on to with diamond hands. The yeah, I would take less to play for a champion, and yeah, I would take less to play for the Lakers, right? But he, but he also says in that same clip, well, you got to balance these things. 
You want to I thought it was very funny when Shannon straight up asked him. He's like, yeah. you know, every guy says that, but then they go where they took the most money, and he just kind of laughed. He's like, huh, well, <laughs> right, you know. Right. It's like, we, we're we just ignoring this part here. We're just we're just He's like, wait, no one no, – to... people don't call us on this usually. <laughs> we're just we're – just, <laughs> we're just ignoring the fact that he said that you have to balance his, your ability to earn as much as you possibly can while you're playing – and going out and winning as much as you possibly can while you're playing. Those that's that's what all athletes have to do in capped sports. Like that's that's the big trade-off here. And yeah. because of that, like I'm not so willing to just say, well, if he takes a 5.9 million, there's like, well, yeah, sure, if, like if whatever. And then even then, I still don't think that's the best way that the Lakers can use that 5.9 million because they're they they so obviously need somebody to spread the floor for, for, for the team. And, and yeah, like DeMar DeRozan, there are aspects of his game that especially last season, he took another last season is the second time in his career. He's had a plus uh, a plus net rating over the entirety of, of of his now 11 year career, 11 seasons. You're saying he's good now. Well, no, this, this, this one last year. And, and it's in part because of the stuff that you're talking about, right? He did play more for, Thing is, if he's playing more four, where's LeBron? He became playing? a solid playmaker too. I mean, LeBron would probably still be the three, I guess, in that lineup. Or like I mean, LeBron's maybe it doesn't better matter. At the three. Like LeBron's yeah. better at the four, and 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 yeah, like this maybe this pushes AD into being the five. But are we positive that this is going to be the, a commitment that that AD is willing to make? And if not, no. you're rolling out there with if you're rolling out there with we don't know who the shooter might be. Let's say it's the ideal point guard right let's say it's the ideal Alex Caruso out there um because in this case like unless you still think that the Lakers can somehow convince Kyle Lowry to also take a discount just to play with his friend again which again like it's just a lot of assumption on discounts when we have we've learned we are in the player empowerment era these guys don't want to take discounts like this is Mm -hmm. this is where we're at now and so so but Let's say it's 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 Alex Caruso, it's DeMar DeRozan, it's LeBron James, it's Anthony Davis, and then it's another five because Anthony Davis doesn't want to play the five in the regular season. That, like, what are we doing? Yeah. Like, what? what that's 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 a, a 1980s offense, and and I'm just sick of watching a 1980s offense when you have the best offensive player that the that the sport's ever seen. So I think now's probably a good time to talk about the Russ rumors as well because I think they factor in. <laughs> Yeah. No, no, no. I think they factor in here. And so yeah. I think what you're talking about, I totally understand about, you know, the Lakers are a terrible three-point shooting team. Everyone has decided that like spacing and look, would more spacing around Anthony Davis and LeBron be nice? Like, yeah, that would be great. But I, I think that what I think people are thinking about this in maybe a different way than the team is. What okay. I sense and like what you read from the rumors that are coming out about the guys mm-hmm. and the guys that they're interested in is I don't think that they think that the spacing is as big of an issue as everyone made it out to be. I don't wrong. think that they think that I this think is their fatal like, flaw. They, I think that – no, 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 no. Just let – hold on. Okay. I That's fine. But I, I'm trying to come at this from the team's perspective. Okay. I, I think that what they have decided – or what it seems like based on what you read and the guys that they're interested in and all of that is to, you know, look, the Bucks just won the title, not shooting that great from three. They were a great shooting team during the season. They won the title by being bigger, stronger, faster. And mm-hmm. 
the Lakers won the title by being bigger, stronger, faster. That Miami Heat series, you know, it really shifted once AD started going to the five more. They were really only playing Dwight was their only traditional five. We've seen this movie play out. And I think when you tie it in with the Westbrook rumors, I think what the Lakers it seems like what they want to double down. And look, there were photos of Russ getting dinner with LeBron and AD and Nobu and, you know, Skip mm-hmm. Bayless was on to, he he was early on the <laughs> Russ and AD are following, or AD and LeBron yeah. are following Russ's wife, wife on Instagram. What does this mean? Uh, <laughs> apparently, maybe that he's going to be a Laker. I guess we'll see. But, hey, man, you know, there you, are all these you, you rumors. however you have to tamper. Yeah, exactly. Like they they were sliding in the DMs and like, hey, can you get your husband to follow us back? We got some team building <laughs> exactly. stuff we want to talk to him about. Exactly. Um mm-hmm. No, and so I think that, look, when you look at a potential team of, look, I'm not saying that these guys will take the discount or whatever, but if you look at a team and it's Russ, it's DeMar, it's LeBron, AD, you know, maybe KCP is that fifth guy, maybe, you know, whatever, they have some token shooter out there. I think that what the team seems to want to do is let's play fast, let's get athletes, let's be bigger and more athletic than every team that we're going to play and just outrun them, out uh, outmuscle them, all of these things. And again, I don't, uh, it would be a fascinating experiment, you know, especially when we're talking about the Russ thing, because seen there the were so many issues though. around the spacing last year. And Russ is a worse shooter than Dennis, like fully mm-hmm. acknowledged on my part. I do think that Russ maybe helps you rebound and get out on the break better than Dennis did and is a little bit more adept at like finding other guys or bullying his way to the rim on the break than Dennis was. So I, there's that to factor in. But yeah, I mean, it seems like based on who we're hearing that they're interested in, that they don't care about the shooting. So I I don't think that, I I understand where you're coming from about wanting shooting, but based on every single guy that we're seeing them linked to, whether it's Dinwiddie, whether it's Russ, whether it's whoever, like outside of like Lowry and Chris Paul and like one year of Lonzo shooting well, like it does not seem like shooting is what they're prioritizing. It seems like they want athletes and they want talent and they want star power. Um, and again, I'm not saying that that's necessarily the right way to build things, but I do think that, you know, for all of the warts on Russ, I think there is an argument to be made for him as far as, you know, again, it helps your athleticism. It helps you get out on the break. He is a dynamic playmaker that could run the offense while LeBron sits. And, you know, as far as, you know, if Dennis is going to leave, which it doesn't seem like the Lakers have a whole lot of interest in retaining him based no. on all the rumors and yeah. every single rumor is The way Mark trade. Stein so, put it is great. Where he was yeah. like, Mark Stein basically said, like, there's a new point guard tied to the Lakers every day. Therefore, Dennis Schroeder probably isn't back. I think yeah, the, the I odd, odds on favor right now is Chicago, which I'm sorry, everybody in Chicago. Yeah, I mean, you know, you had you had Woj doing the apologia for Dennis's agent on on the air of like, oh, you know, COVID shortened season. Let's get him out of a COVID season, even though you know he his thoughts on getting vaccinated are uh, still <laughs> seem to be pretty up in the air right now. So I don't know if yeah. that makes much of a difference. Um, like, let's get him into training camp. You know, he'll have plenty of offers around the league. I'd say, you know, good luck. And if Dennis is signed and traded and you're trading him for Russ, then you're getting a guy that does not hard cap you like a lot of these other point guards are. So that allows you to add someone like DeMar DeRozan. That allows you to add these exceptions, not have to work around the hard cap like the Lakers did this year. There are benefits to Russ as a playmaker and a creator. And, you know, again, he's expensive for next year, not the cleanest fit. But I think that a lot of people are ignoring some of the strengths that he would bring to the table in terms of beefing up the athleticism, getting the Lakers back out on the 
the break. Somewhere, something that Alex, you know, really summed up in his piece last week about mm-hmm. how much the Lakers miss that fast break attack. Um, and so I, I think there are benefits to getting Russ. And I, I would, to be honest, I'd rather have Russ than pay Dennis for four years. What he's wanting. Well, it's, I'd rather have two years of Russ and say, but it's, it's still like, two years. Like you, you have to think about which two years it is. And you're talking about, so you mentioned the experiment being fascinating, right? The yeah. last time the Lakers wanted to like use that exact phrasing. I loved, I loved that you're this comparison. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I love the this. exact phrasing that you're talking about. Magic Johnson's experiment on getting creators around LeBron versus shooting around LeBron. How'd that go? Magic Johnson is okay, a forever but, icon Anthony, as a Laker. And now every Michael time he Beasley. talks about the Lakers, everybody tells him to shut up. Like <laughs> It was Michael Beasley and Lance Stevenson versus Russ and DeMar DeRozan. It's not the same thing. It was Rajon Rondo. Like it was like yeah. it was like he wanted he wanted Rondo. He wanted like as many creators around around LeBron well, as LeBron possible. Well, LeBron wanted Rondo too, and they, they needed Rondo. Well, to like LeBron, LeBron wants yeah. LeBron wants Russ now, right? And like it's yeah. like it's it's just it just seems like hopping back on that treadmill, you know, and, and getting yourself ready for the same, like calling it the experiment is so perfect. It's, 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 a, like, I don't think you did it on purpose, but it's perfect because we lived through that experiment and it sucked. The Lakers missed the play. Now, like LeBron got hurt and, and, oh, and Russ like is Lonzo. better. Russ is better than these guys. He's expensive and he has flaws, but he's better than everyone that you're mentioning. Is. No, Russ he is definitely somebody. is. Russ is somebody who have, I, I have watched playoff series against Russ's teams, and I have hoped that he got back on the court because he does so many dumb things down the stretches of these games. He still thinks like he, he, he still thinks he's the alpha alongside the Omega and Kevin Durant. And, and like if you if he thought that then, now are we are we sure that he's not going to think that now on the Lakers? And if he doesn't have the ball in his hands, he's not spacing the floor for you, so he's not really going to be helping much down the stretches of those games either. And it's just like I just I don't want to get into a situation here where Russell Westbrook is not the better fit who shouldn't be closing games alongside when when again Alex Caruso is sitting right there and is the better fit and won't be getting those late minutes because it's Russell Westbrook. Like if anything, it makes Russ even more kind of, I don't want to use the term dangerous because it seems way loaded, but it, it makes him the, the, it makes me less interested in Russell Westbrook because how do you tell Russell Westbrook? No, like they had a tough time telling Rajon Rondo. No. And they had, and it worked out in Rondo's case. They couldn't tell Andre Drummond. No, like to, to promises and stuff like that. We saw how that went. And so it's like, I just, I just, I wish just once over the course of this LeBron James in as a Laker experience that we, we see what it looks like when they go for fit, when they, when they actually look for pieces that fit alongside him. And, and when they did, when they had like the Alex Caruso, uh, KCP, Danny Green, uh, Anthony Davis and LeBron James lineups, when the four of the other guys were capable of keeping defenses honest, that was the absolute best that the Lakers have looked in the LeBron James era. And for some reason, we're just supposed to pretend like that didn't happen. Like we, they, that we didn't see that. Yes, but <laughs> I, well, no, I'm not. <laughs> we have seen that this team likes talent. And again, I'm not saying that that always works out. You mentioned the Drummond thing. You know, they always go for best player, regardless of fit. 
and sometimes the fit works out and sometimes it doesn't. But mm-hmm. I, I think that, you know, to act like Russ is going to be, you know, someone who has always respected LeBron, I think, and uh, like they always have seemed to have very mutual respect for each other. Again, I'm not saying that there won't be a moment when Russ looks off LeBron seven times down the stretch and LeBron tries to kill him, but I'm not guaranteeing that that won't happen. But I'm also not guaranteeing, I'm not willing to sit here and be like, oh no, Russ at age like 30, whatever he is, is going to be like, oh no, I'm still better than LeBron. I'm still a better option down the stretch of this game. I don't know, man. And all of this stuff. Like, I don't think that Russ is like the most confident player in the NBA. Like he, he I don't, has been since I'm he got just, there. I'm unwilling to believe that if they're teaming up, that these guys have not had a conversation about how all that would work and that they're not on the same page about all that. Now, again, will it work? I don't know, because we just watched that Rocket series two years ago where the Lakers basically won because they dared Russ to shoot. So again, Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that this is a perfect outcome and that there will not be potential issues and that it couldn't end up being fraught. But I'm thinking about how to get the most talent and the best option in here for the remainder of, you know, this LeBron AD era over the next, you know, two to three years. And I think Russ may be the best of a lot of bad options this summer. I don't think that they have a ton of great options this summer because I personally do not want to pay Dennis Schroeder that 120 mil. Now, if we're talking about Dennis Schroeder, you know, for 480, then maybe that's a slightly different conversation, but I am personally kind of out on Dennis. And mm-hmm. I think that it's really difficult to I think the Lakers do are too. these sign and trades. It's harder to do a sign and trade to a team where the other guy is coming in a sign and trade back, not just because of the hard cap, but it also has to be a team that Dennis wants to go to, a team mm-hmm. that maybe THT wants to go to if Trez doesn't opt in, and then that team wanting that package and that player wanting to come here and Dennis wanting to go there and all of that lining up on the same timeline. The Russ sign and trade is simpler and cleaner, I think. Because it's also a guy that Washington would maybe be looking to offload. And again, we don't know because there was a report today. I don't, forgot who it was from that Beal is like signs are pointing towards him saying. So we may have just argued for 25 minutes now over something that's going to be moot because Washington <laughs> like isn't sense. salary dumping Russ, you know, yeah. if Beal's not leaving and not asking out. And so again, it may all be moot. I just think that, you know, I just don't see what necessarily the better option is. Do you? Do you have something or someone in mind that you'd rather see or some option that you'd rather have? Because for me, this feels like the best of a lot of not great options this summer. Well, so the rumor that I've seen kind of come up, and I'm glad we kind of segued naturally over this, was actually for for Buddy Heald, right? Where it's basically uh, Montrez Harrell and Coos and the number 22 pick for Buddy Heald. And... I'm fine with that. I think that's perfect. That's a that's a perfectly viable. And then, and then you keep Dennis, or what are you? What what I'm talking well, then, about? What are we doing about this point guard spot? This big, you know, th- this one swing that the Lakers kind of have. They kind of either lose Dennis for nothing, keep him, or sign and trade him for someone. I because I'm I with have you. Around, I, have to, I, have, I have no issues yeah. with the healed move. Well, because I would if you if you sign and trade Schroeder, you hard cap yourself, right? Especially, especially. No, if no, it's... no, no, no. You only if you sign and trade someone back. It's not a sign. Okay. You don't hard cap yourself if you sign and trade someone somewhere else. Right. So if you're only, if the Lakers received Russ, for example, in exchange, he's already under contract. They're not hard cap. The Wizards would be hard capped mm-hmm. by virtue of receiving the player in the sign and trade. You're only hard capped if you're receiving a player in the sign and trade. Shout out Eric Pincus for mm-hmm. dealing with ten million yeah. questions about this every day. So so with with Schroeder, I'm I'm perfectly fine sign and trading 
Dennis Schroeder for the necessary contracts. And hopefully, you know, because especially if he's getting like the, the 120 mil that he wants, chances are you're probably going to get back a contract that the team that is offloading him isn't necessarily thrilled about. Maybe that's a shooter. Uh, chances are you're probably what shooter. Back. What team is what team is dumping a shooter for Dennis Schroeder? Well, isn't like so Chicago is really interested. Chicago is really interested in 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 Dennis Schroeder, right? If they are, off- they, they, I think that I think his agent keeps bringing them up because they have cap space. I don't know if they're like <laughs> that interested in Dennis Schroeder. Like, are they? Do we know that for a fact? Well, I mean, if we if we discuss that, then we never know who space. we can talk about. Like, if we yeah, if we no, if, that, if we approach it that way, we can't like, really talk about any of these guys because, like, Chris yeah, Paul was fair. using the Lakers as leverage five minutes after the finals ended. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> hey, how, how dare you? It was like three hours. Okay. You know, like no. <laughs> the final buzzer sounds. <laughs> you, can, you can clearly see Chris Paul's agent texting, group texting everybody. Hey, guys, just a heads up. Chris Paul and LeBron are friends. CP3 just, is friends just, with LeBron, just in case you didn't know, you know? <laughs> Did you know LeBron was uh, Chris Paul's best man at his wedding? Did you know that was a yeah. that was a thing? Did you know that Chris Paul is Bronny's godfather? You know, <laughs> might be worth including in a story. <laughs> he just Gotta might, get Sarver to give up that money. He just might take a $20 million. Uh, <laughs> 30, 30 or $40 million. <laughs> right. Yeah, like. Well, like if you would. Because if the Lakers did what they were going to do for Lonzo to to offer him no, twenty million dollars, nope, nope. Chris Paul's coming for the mini mid level, Anthony. Get your Lakers <laughs> exceptionalism cut on. <laughs> he and DeMar DeRozan are splitting it. Like they're yeah, splitting they're the split mini. <laughs> and you're still going to be mad because it's not enough shooters. And Chris Paul's no, a I, shooter. I mean, I'm serious. Let, let's talk about this for a second, though, because it's like here are your options with Dennis. You lose him for nothing. You sign and trade him and get something back, or mm-hmm. you know you sign him and keep him. I mean. You know, I know that that something is nebulous, but, you know, you just keep saying and like, oh, just sign and trade him for a shooter. Like, it's not that easy. You know what I mean? And well, I mean, maybe usually, they can figure that out. Usually with the with with these cap situations, right, especially if it's somebody with cap space that you're that you're signing and trading Dennis Schroeder into. You're probably not getting they, very much. Why are back. they signing and trading? They're just they're well, just like, like they're just gonna teams, sign him at teams, that point. I, we've seen teams do like just little favors of like, yeah, we'll give you like a future second rounder or something like that. Yeah. We also saw we also saw the report, by the way, of the Lakers thinking about moving back in the draft. Um, because that might also help uh, free up some flexibility. Or thinking about moving too. up. You know, they could Yeah, <laughs> they could they could move back. They could move we, up. We they should we should try guy, to come up. We should come up with the most nebulous report that we can possibly come up with here that gets aggregated <laughs> all right here we go hold on hold on a- a- anthony just just clip this part just cut off this part and all clip right, right, it. Right. Uh-huh. you know my, my sources are saying that the lakers really want to add good players this summer in mm. either their cap space or a sign and trade i'm hearing the same or thing. you know it's, potentially through yeah. a sign and trade for dennis schroeder you know, they might want to add good players that way. They also might want to add good players by clearing some cap space or, you know, potentially shopping some of their own players in a trade. They also, you know, either could look to use their draft pick in a trade or they could trade back or they could trade up or they could pick a player that they feel like can help them right now. You know, the the sources are all like the the sources are saying that the mm-hmm. Lakers could do many different sourced things, you know? Mm. Yeah. No, I mean, I've, I've heard all of those same things. Just all, like yeah, just multiple league sources. Mm-hmm. The the yeah. lady at Wendy's was telling me the other day that the Lakers could <laughs> do something. Um, I so yeah, I was I was another option. Center usher who was like, ha ha ha, the Clippers lost again, and then he was like, oh well, 
<laughs> so, so like, I, I want to wrap up this, this Schroeder thing too, because I, I think it kind of puts like Dinwiddie I've kind of soured on because I thought he was a better shooter than he actually was Lowry. <laughs> The the like I went to his basketball reference page and never mind. Yeah, well, I mean, literally, I, I'm 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 copying to it. I'm I'm saying literally. <laughs> I googled Spencer Dinwiddie stats and I saw that he is not a good three point shooter. And I was like, eh, I'm good. And uh, sources confirm. <laughs> per yeah, per sources in parentheses basketball yeah, reference. Per sources, Spencer Dinwiddie's <laughs> basketball reference page is not great. Um, and then. Lowry, his market is is kind of booming right now uh, in the sense that, like, now Dallas is apparently prioritizing him. We already knew about the Pelicans, so that's pro- the Lakers aren't going to be able to convince somebody with that kind of a market to take a to take a discount, I don't think, even if it is to play um, with his BFF. And then um, and then we already talked about Chris Paul, who would have to take it in insane uh, discount to come to the Lakers and he's the head of the players union and you can't have the head of the players union playing for on the minimum contract when he represents everybody. Um, and then, yeah, so, I mean, there's no way he's taking the minimum, like, well, no, I know. <laughs> not even like, in my Lakers exceptionalism bit. Can I envision the Chris Paul for the minimum? But even still, like, people have him taking like a $20 million knock as well. Yeah, no, like, that's not, I, I don't that's, see it. Here's the thing. I lived through. My sources are telling me that Chris Paul probably likes money. You know, <laughs> shocking. <laughs> but like, I was I I lived through you and I lived through the Kobe extension, right? The the yeah. last contract that he got. Where heading into that off season, I remember thinking to myself, "Hey, Kobe might take a bit of a con- a, a, a a pay cut here. He might be willing to do something and be a little bit more flexible uh, heading into the off season, so that." Maybe just maybe Carmelo Anthony and Le- LeBron James might come to the Lakers. We even heard Jake Fisher say that both those guys were th- thought that maybe that was something that was going to happen. And then right as that season ended, right as we were getting for it ready for the offseason, Kobe says, fuck no, I'm not taking a pay cut. And he was he was negotiating publicly. And I think he I think Jake Fisher, again, reported in his book that. Uh, Polinka and Kobe both thought that they were going to get about half that contract offer from the Lakers. But regardless, I, 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 I have learned. Never forget the photo of Kobe signing the extension. That is like the happiest Rob Polinka has ever. It's like him, (laughs) Kobe and Mitch just at a table on one of the tiny little tables that they always use signing a contract. Like, yeah. And it's like, I'm not, I'm not begrudging Kobe for not taking a pay cut. The, the, the yeah, point no, of everybody, this, none of us take pay cuts in life. No. Most people don't like to take pay cuts, you know, right, like, right. And so like, you know, I'm, I'm, we're recording this for, for Vox. Ariel Hawani came to Vox because ESPN asked him to take a pay cut. Like that, <laughs> that's how the, yeah, that's Anthony, how the world works. Anthony came to Vox because, you know, we gave him more money to record for five minutes a day than he was getting <laughs> at his other job, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I actually get paid by the minute. It's incredible. And then so it's like uh, it's but, actually ten thousand dollars a minute. You guys would not believe how much so we were angry. paying Anthony. It's Thank it's you, insane. <laughs> so, so <laughs> and then and then that's not even counting how much I sold my name to Vox for to be on the to, to No, yeah, and we also we signed Avery to a lifetime contract as part of your you wanted oh, yeah. to play with your daughter. All, and so, as much of like, you guys as much of you guys have, have heard me rail against nepotism. First chance I got. A- Avery's I making more than I am, to be honest. <laughs> like it's it's kind of criminal. So so like 
this gets me like I, I do want to I do want to because one thing I don't like when people do this is like I hate this option I hate this option I hate this option and I don't have any That's options myself. What you myself. do? Well, no, I'm about to give you an option. I'm about to give you. All right, well, give me an option. What do you want? <laughs> what do you want? I feel More like money for Avery. No, so, yeah, so, like, like, no, I. Tell I, me what I think, you want. I think we have reached a point in seeing the options for the other for the other options that the Lakers have. I do think like your their best course of action might actually be re-signing Dennis Schroeder to a respectable contract. Oh, and then in December, in December, if it still isn't working out, you flip them for something else. Like you flip them for, for a different, you, you for, for a different combination of players. And if it's a respectable enough contract, he still has value on that, on that market. Whenever we saw it, we saw him nearly get traded for, Kyle Lowry just this last season. So I just don't see, I just, I, I just don't see why it's in, it, it's, it's so, such an immediate need to get rid of the guy. Now, the one thing that so hypothetical, I, I do, I don't, so hypothetical. I don't, well, can I finish one, one more thing? All so right. All right. The, I, I do think if, if the Lakers do bring him back, you do have to figure out a way to wrangle in the chemistry between him and Kyle Kuzma. If Kuzma's still on the team. Um, and you have well, to figure out a way. That was not a reliable source on that. That's report, fair. That's fair. Say. But like, I, I don't know. I, you watched the team as closely as I did last year. And I didn't think that they had like the, the most incredible chemistry, like on the court. It wasn't, I, it, I mean, it wasn't like we saw it a couple of years ago. Not, not him and just Kuzma. In it's particular. not, it's not hard I'm, to imagine Dennis feuding with very much anybody, you know? Yeah, it's right, just, right, right. Yeah. I could just see Dennis Schroeder and Kyle Kuzma just asking questions at each other. And then, so, and then, and then, so like, that that to me is without having to overpay like you're paying Russell Westbrook 40 plus million dollars in each of his last two seasons and if it doesn't work with with LeBron James we've seen how complicated it is to move Russell Westbrook and if it doesn't work with LeBron James and and Russ then there goes two-thirds all of LeBron's prime that's like we're we're willing to go push all in on that experiment. I'm just I'm more willing to bring Schroeder back on a respectable deal and then flip him if they absolutely have to. Then bring in somebody like Russell Westbrook, where if it doesn't work, you're kind of shafted. I mean, I would argue that it's similar for if the Schroeder thing doesn't work and he it depends on what you sign and if he and run yeah exactly because yeah. like if you're signing Dennis at you know uh, 120 million over four years yeah. how much that's 30 million a year mm-hmm. like is that really more movable than Russ like I don't Probably I don't not. think so Probably you know but do you think do you honestly and think so, that's what he's gonna get like do you honestly think that like after that postseason no. that somebody like that's no. what because it would require another team to offer him that yeah, probably not. But I'm just saying, hypothetical. Like we're we're everything is a hypothetical, right? It now. is. So That's, on some yeah. level, we're arguing from different. We're arguing different cases almost. Yeah. But I just we're in the multiverse right now. Yes, exactly. There are there are all these variants and different timelines mm-hmm. that, that can branch off that the Lakers can take. And, and honestly, so hypothetical gun to my head. You know, if I was choosing between paying Dennis his next deal for four years versus paying Russ for two more years. 
I would take Russ because he's the better player. And I think that it's like, he's just as iffy of a fit as Dennis. And it's only two years. You know, if it doesn't work out, then you still have, you know, max cap space with AD still in his prime in two years. I just think I would rather take that path as much as, you know, I I think that Dennis, I agree with you to some degree that like Dennis, you know, we saw him fit at times. So I'm not going to act like he's a terrible fit with these guys, but it also, you know, he's an iffy shooter. And I think that if he can fit with LeBron and AD with, you know, just speed and kind of playmaking and whatever, I honestly feel like there's a chance that Russ could end up, if not fitting better, at least, you know, working out for the Lakers and being a less damaging contract. Can can Um, we end on this? I don't, I want you to explain to me why you think Russell Westbrook is better than Dennis Schroeder. In terms of winning basketball, because he's not a better on-ball defender, he's not a better shooter, he's a better rebounder. No, but the fair. Lakers on, are going to—he is a worse defender. He is a worse. The Lakers, defender. the Lakers are going to have enough rebounding to where Russ's rebounding isn't really that important. So I do think that his ability to rebound. This is a similar reason why I would like to have Lonzo back as well. Um, yeah. I think that the Lakers. The solution to me is not shooting. The solution is getting stops and getting back out on the break. And I think Mm -hmm. that I don't necessarily like the way that Dennis runs the break. And uh, like, I don't think that he's the greatest fast break, but just, I, again, this is eye test. I've not like looked at synergy stats, him versus Russ. This is just me, you know, and what I've seen of both of them. I think that Russ getting rebounds and igniting the fast break and getting the team out in transition. And I think that Russ led second units, you know, would absolutely wreck during those non-LeBron minutes. You know, so Mm -hmm. much of the problem with LeBron teams is it's like, oh, the second units always suck because they don't know how to play without LeBron because the system is LeBron ball. Mm -hmm. You know, if you were picking a player to be a poor man's LeBron in second units, Russ is not a bad option. You know what I mean? And so I, I think that if you are looking for secondary playmaking when LeBron is on the floor at times, you're looking for a guy to run those minutes when LeBron is off the floor as he ages, he's probably going to continue to play less minutes. Um, like, I just think that Russ is a better option in terms of playmaking, in terms of getting out on the break. I think that Vogel and the Lakers will find ways to use him defensively. I trust the staff that they're going to integrate guys and get them to at least play defense within a system. Again, we don't, we can't know this for sure, Mm -hmm. but I trust the staff that they're going to get guys on the same page. And I just think like, look, if LeBron and AD seem to have decided based on, you know, all of this stuff that Russ is the best fit and that that's the guy that they want to play with. I am all in on them buying in, them being motivated to make it work and, you know, having a guy to kind of take some of that load off LeBron and be a little bit more reliable with it than Dennis Schroeder is. And again, like there's the injury history. He's a little sentence older. We said about Andre Drummond. Like we're Anthony Davis and LeBron James are going to be committed to making it look like Andre and Drummond they got hurt. It was, they were up 2-1 and then they got hurt and Drummond was benched. During a lot of those like closing minutes yeah, and stuff know, like that. I, just, this team makes it, they make it work. We'll see. When they're we'll healthy. See. I, I'm all in on Russ. <laughs> You're fucking crazy. <laughs> all, all in on Russ. I That's feel it. like, I feel like Thanos and it's like, they called me a madman. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right. Half of the possessions just gone. Just like that. <laughs> No, I mean, look, some of this is a bit to piss you off. And some of it, I actually do feel like he would help. But genuinely, speaking from a genuine spot, I think that a trade for Russ, if possible, is 
right now of the options currently on the table, I feel like personally the best of a lot of bad options because you don't get hard capped. It allows you to bring in more talent. It is not that damn, not as damaging of a contract as people think because it's only two more years. I yeah. do think that they will make it fit and they will make it work. I have trust in this team and this coaching staff. Defensively, I have trust in LeBron to figure things out with weird if he fit guys offensively. And, you know, again, it, is it a gamble? For sure. But so is signing Dennis to a big deal. And, you know, again, like if they can, if they can actually get a sign and trade done for Lowry or CP3 or, you know, even Lonzo or one of these guys, the, those are maybe, I can see arguments for those being better options, but I just don't see it and because it's so complicated. And so mm-hmm. if it's sign Dennis or it's get Russ, I, I'm, I'm honestly with Russ at this point. I, I'm kind of out on Dennis. And so I mean, that's just the perspective that I'm coming from. And that I think, I mean, honestly, based on the rumors that I think the Lakers are coming from. Yeah, I mean, well, to your point, and we'll end on this, but to your point, and I think this is something that I hope everybody is paying attention to. So far, Russ is the only player, Russ and Chris Paul, and like to a lesser extent, Kyle Lowry. Those are the three guys who we've heard that the Lakers are interested in. DeMar DeRozan has said he's interested in playing for the Lakers, right? Um, Spencer Dean said that the, yeah. the leak on the record co- confirmation combo, right. like he really wants to be here. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie said that uh, he would be interested in, in playing for the Lakers, right? And so, like, we're getting the bag. Don't forget, the, the, he wants the bag. He wants LA right. or he wants the bag. <laughs> it's just like Shannon that was an Shark actual thing, report. Right? Yeah, yeah. And so, so like, I just, I just think like we have to, and and this is something that it's on us too, and like aggregating and talking about these things, like being able to decipher between what the Lakers could do reportedly versus what they're interested in doing reportedly. Those are two very different things. Um, and, and, and those things are going to change over the course of like, we're having this conversation right now on Tuesday, the draft is on Thursday. The league might look very different between now and when you and I talk again after the draft, right. For, for the Lakers. Oh, yeah. So, so like a lot of what we just said might not even be very relevant by that time. I just think like the the rusting is a very fascinating kind of character look at at what people value in terms of like name recognition versus fit and 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 I think like name recognition Russ is a former MVP he has averaged triple doubles in multiple seasons something hasn't been done since Oscar Robinson Robert, Robertson Robertson and so yeah yeah Robertson and and so like. I can understand why people would say like, Ooh, wow, that, that looks good. That looks like fun. I can understand it. I get it. Um, DeMar DeRozan. It's a fun story. I can get it. I understand it. If, especially if you convince yourself that he's willing to take $20 million that he less than he made last year, I get it. But, and the other benefit, you know, when I keep talking about not being hard capped, like you can resign Alex Caruso at that point, you can resign yeah. Taylor Horton Tucker. Like if you're trading, signing and trading for one of these guys, it's basically, you're probably losing everyone. Right. And so, like my my only thing is all I I don't know what contract they would be signed under whether it's Demar Derozan, Derozan, Chris Paul, Kyle Lowry, Lonzo Ball, Spencer Dinwiddie. I don't know what that contract is going to look like. I just know what I saw the Lakers, what I saw hamper the Lakers last year. And so when I talk about fit over talent, like to a certain extent, yeah, like you got to have you got to have as much high end talent as possible. But the Lakers still have probably more high end talent than just about every team out there because they have LeBron James and Anthony Davis. So, like, why not look for fit also? Like, like that's your starting point. Find some guys the, who fit. The question that's, is, who's the fit? All. You know? Yeah. But that, that's the big question. 
you know, yeah. and how did they get I'm that all guy? in on Buddy Heald. Okay. You're all in on Russ. That doesn't I'm all in on the, Buddy Heald. Okay, that's fine, but that doesn't answer the question of what you do with that Dennis, you know, uh, situation. You're just, I mean, you're all I, in on Buddy Heald, resign Dennis? I, I'm actually, like, I'm, I'm, I would go resign Dennis on a smaller contract or let him walk. I'm fine with letting him walk. I'm, I'm cool letting him walk. I'm just like, oh, God. I just, that's I mean, me. sure, but then you're losing something for nothing and you have like no point guard. I guess, you know, I guess you finally get all the Alex Caruso minutes you want at that point. I mean, I I, I just think you 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 sign Buddy Heald. You can probably find a, a, a decent backup point guard at the at the mid-level and you you let her you let her rip. And that's all dependent on whether or not you can like if you can get Dennis Schroeder at the twenty look, I don't million I don't dollar range that, that he, I just he hate down, like, I just hate losing me. Dennis for nothing. I mean, he wasn't nothing in the postseason. It seems kind of fitting. <laughs> Literally scored zero points in one game. Uh, I believe it was game five. Yeah. All right. We've gone for 48 minutes now. That's going to do it for this episode of the Anthony Irwin Show. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. Thank you, Harrison, for hopping on and, and being willing to be my ninth option on, on the show. Um, and And I'm telling you guys right now, I'm not going to have a voice after July because I'm going to be recording – emergency lowdowns, all of the lowdowns that you normally get, plus the extra, uh, oh, like later today, I'm going to be doing a, a Spotify, or a, not a Spotify green room, a Twitter, Twitter, spaces. Twitter spaces. Yeah, yeah, Twitter spaces with uh, Ricky O'Donnell to discuss the and preview the draft. So if you guys uh, missed my voice while I was gone, I don't know why you would have, but if you did, you're going to get a lot of it in the coming weeks. Um, so I'm going to try to save it while I can and talk to you guys in about an hour or so, I would imagine.